Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am in my little closet right now recording this episode, obviously, and currently the weather where we live in Mount Juliet, Tennessee is perfection. It is low 70s, a good breeze, sunny, and that is where I need to be. But of course, I want to get this recorded for you guys so you guys have another episode to listen to in about a week. So I'm going to knock this out and then I'm going to play with my family. But I hope everybody is having a lovely day so far whenever you're listening to this. And thank you so much for taking the time to press play and hang out with me. All right, so let's get into it. So I'm sure you could already tell by the title of the episode, we are going to talk about journaling today. And I was inspired to talk about this topic because the other day I actually came across a journal entry I wrote in December 2018, which at the time of this recording was four months ago. But I came across this particular entry and it gave me chills. It was very, very accurate. And I'm going to read it to y'all here in just a sec. But like I said, I came across it and it moved me so much that it not only inspired this podcast episode, but inspired me to start journaling again. Like it was that good. And prior to reading this, I had always heard there were benefits to journaling, right? Like you hear people talk about it all the time. And I've tried it here or there, maybe for like a week or two, but never really made it into a habit because I don't know, I'm just the type of person that if I'm going to do something that doesn't come natural to me, which writing kind of really doesn't, I need to know the benefits of it. I need to know if it really works and how, otherwise I don't want to waste my time, right? And that's kind of where I was at with journaling. I had heard everyone else talk about it, and I knew a lot of successful people that I looked up to journaled regularly, but I didn't know if it was more of like a thing that they did, that they just liked to do, or if there was some actual real science-backed proof to the benefits, okay? So that's where I was at before I came across this entry. And I found this entry a few days ago, and it was a really cool moment for me. Basically, I was using a future-focused writing technique, which is where you write as if it's a future scenario and you're describing exactly what you want to create. So in this case, I was describing how I had a packed-out mastermind, and I was describing the type of women that I was working with. But at the time I was writing this entry, I had only just announced my mastermind, and I'm not even sure if anyone had joined yet, like maybe one or two, but I was writing as the person who had exactly what I wanted, which was a mastermind with at least 10 women. So I'm just going to read you exactly what I wrote, okay? And like I said, I wrote this on December 15th, 2018, and I wrote... 
Today, I assigned 10 clients to my mastermind. Not just any clients, but my dream clients. Clients that are ready to show up, ask questions, request, and receive guidance. Clients that are excited to learn from me and open-minded to the process. My dream clients are go-getters and resourceful. They love what they do and always find a way to make it work. And if they can't, they come to me for assistance. My dream clients share proudly and frequently that I'm their coach, and I always have 10 to 15 women in my mastermind, never less than 10, and there's always a waiting list to get in. That's exactly word for word what I wrote, and that gave me chills because that's almost to the T my reality today. I currently have over 10 women in my mastermind, and they are 1,000% what I would consider dream clients. And even the part about how they share proudly that I'm their coach is true too. And I think that's the part that stood out to me the most because I remember writing that. I remember thinking that thought because to me, if they're proud to work with me and they share freely with their team, with their team members, friends, audiences, that means that they're getting value from our partnership together. And that's the whole point of my mastermind in the first place. So yeah, everything I wrote on that sheet of paper manifested even better than I previously imagined. So when I came across this the other day, I was like, dude, there is something to this. Now it makes sense to me why so many successful people journal. And by the way, writing that journal entry wasn't the only thing that contributed to achieving my goal, obviously. There was a ton of inspired action that took place afterward, and I have plenty to say about that in a future episode, I'm sure. But I truly believe there's something about putting pen to paper and writing down the specifics of what you want to create in this world. So I looked into it a little bit more for research for this episode, and sure enough, there's tons of information out there about the benefits of journaling, not only for creative purposes, but for your health as well. So I'm going to break down what those benefits are and also different ways to journal too. So the example I just described is just one of the many different ways you can go about journaling. So we'll get into a couple more of those ways, and then I'll wrap up with some of my favorite journals for y'all if you're interested in implementing this into your daily routine. All right, so if that sounds good to you, let's get started. All right, so first of all, I think it's a good idea to start with some of the benefits to journaling because I know how busy you are. So I'm hoping that by you hearing some of these benefits, they'll give you enough incentive to try this out for yourself if you haven't already. Now, the first benefit I think is worth sharing is journaling can actually increase your self-awareness. And the article I was reading that was describing this brought up such a great point that nowadays we're all addicted on some level to input, whether that be social media, TV, podcasts, music, books, y'all get it. But very rarely do most people take the time to sit in their thoughts for long enough to be fully aware of them, let alone address them. And I know for me, this couldn't be more accurate because no matter what I'm doing, whether it's the dishes, taking a shower, working out, taking a walk, driving, whatever, there's 
always something I'm listening to or am putting into my brain, but very, very rarely do I make the same effort to just be or to just let out my thoughts. And if you're like that too, the risk we're running here is our thoughts and emotions don't just go away. We can bury them beneath a lot of other information for a while, but eventually they're going to come out in some way. And There's been studies on how suppressed thoughts and emotions can even cause illness. So journaling is a very intentional means of output because, of course, you're getting on on paper your innermost thoughts, which naturally allows you to become aware of what's actually going on in your brain. And also... When you're in an emotional mood, journaling can help you to more fully experience and understand those emotions, which is essentially you venting in a safe way, which allows for a quick release so that you can move forward. Journaling also frees up mental space, which can allow you to be more creative and focused on the things that are important to you. And this goes back to the output I was just talking about. Y'all, we have somewhere between 50 to 70 thousand thoughts per day. That's about 40 to 50 thoughts per minute. So a good brain dump of all the things that you need to do or remember is probably the most effective way to clear your head so you can actually focus for longer periods of time, which naturally will help you to be more productive and think up new fresh ideas. And speaking of new fresh ideas, journaling can help you get clear on what you really want to accomplish and the things you need to do to get there. Back to my mastermind example, I didn't even know I wanted to do a mastermind until I journaled on it for a bit. So my business was in a place where I knew I wanted to offer some type of coaching. This was a while ago, but a mastermind didn't even occur to me as something that was attainable because if I'm being brutally honest here, I had never done one before and I didn't think I had enough credentials or experience to confidently offer one, let alone fill one up. But at the time, I was working with a fantastic coach who asked something so simple yet so profound to me one day when we were brainstorming about my next offer. And she asked, what do you want to offer? Not what do you think is possible or what is everyone else doing right now in their businesses, but what sounds fun to you? What do you want to do? And I couldn't even answer that. I really was at a loss because I had never even considered going inward and getting clear on that. I had always operated from a place of watching what other people in similar industries were doing, you know, because success leaves clues. So that's how I worked. And I kind of subconsciously assumed that if people ahead of me were doing things one way, that's probably how I should do them too, whether I wanted to or not. So it wasn't until I was asked that question and then took it to my journal to hash it out that I finally came around to the realization that I didn't just want to do one-on-one coaching and I didn't just want to offer online courses. I loved the setup and vibe of a mastermind, and that's what I really wanted to offer. 
And I want you to slow down and consider and maybe even journal on that question too, because I think it's really easy for us to get caught up in the hustle bustle of our everyday routine, right? Of course it is, but it's so important to slow down long enough to make sure what you're working so hard for is something you actually want to achieve, not just what you think you should be achieving or what everyone else is doing, because until you get clear on on that, you can't get clear on the steps you need to take to reach the destination that you truly want to get to. And the last benefit to journaling that we're going to go over is there have been several research studies that show regular journaling can reduce stress in a variety of ways and also allow you to move on from past experiences that may still be holding you back. And again, this goes back to all of us being addicted to input because it allows us to temporarily numb our emotions, right? It's awesome, but just because we get that initial hit of distraction doesn't mean our past experiences just disappear. So you can address this by using journaling as a tool to release pent-up thoughts and emotions, which can lead to empowerment and or detaching and letting go from the past. And I found this to be so interesting. You can also use journaling as an exercise to re-experience the past with today's adult mind. So if you ever went through or experienced something in your childhood that maybe still affects you to this day, it may be because you're still looking at the experience from the perspective of the age you were when you went through it. Does that make sense? So you can literally journal out what the experience was from a new, more mature perspective which will hopefully allow you to detach from it and finally move on. And of course, it's not that simple for everyone. And I'm certainly not saying journaling should or could replace support like therapy or counseling, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. All right, so those are just some of the benefits you can experience from taking the time to do this yourself. Now, what about all the different ways you can go about journaling? Because there are lots of them. And I don't think there's even a wrong way to journal, but I wanted to outline a few ideas for you to hopefully inspire you to do this yourself. So I feel like the most obvious way to journal is, of course, as a way to download and record what's going on in your life, like a diary. And that serves a great purpose, especially so you and loved ones later on can go through and recall past experiences, like that's super valuable. And this for sure serves as a way for you to clear some of that mental space after a long day of constant input, which we all need. And you can also use journaling as a way to dispel limiting beliefs. And this is one of my favorite ways to journal and something I actually learned through the coach I referred to earlier. Her name is Sarah Dan. She's amazing. And anytime something would come up for me in the form of a limiting belief, she would sometimes tell me to journal on it. And at first, this was kind of frustrating to me because I didn't really get it, right? Like, I didn't understand how journaling could help me to get over a limiting belief. I just wanted to hear something wise and have it change my belief in a second flat because, of course, I did. But, of course, it doesn't work that way. And it wasn't until I finally tried it myself that I came to realize that journaling out your limiting beliefs is incredibly effective. And I now advise my own clients to do this sometimes as well. 
So first of all, just so we're clear, a limiting belief is something you picked up at some point in your life that you believe to be true about yourself or the world that doesn't serve your greatest potential and is probably not even true. And a classic example of this is a person when they were younger had like a teacher or a peer make them feel like they weren't very smart for whatever reason. And because they were at such an impressionable age, they believed it to be true. And that belief got ingrained into their subconscious and eventually got carried into adulthood. So until this person realizes that they're carrying around this limiting belief, they actually consider themselves to be unintelligent. See how sneaky that is? Most times, people don't even realize their beliefs are limiting or especially how far back they picked up a limiting belief. And this is dangerous because as you go through life, if you have the belief that you aren't very smart or whatever it is, that will be demonstrated in your actions as well, right? Like maybe you won't go for the dream career or you won't allow yourself to speak up in significant situations out of fear of being seen as unintelligent. So you want to start paying attention to your beliefs about yourself and the world in general and make sure you don't have any sneaky limiting ones that are holding you back. And how you'd go about this through journaling is once you become aware of a limiting belief you have, you of course would write it out. You'd get it out all on paper, and then you'll basically argue against yourself why it's not true. So remember when I said I didn't even let myself consider launching a mastermind because I didn't think I had enough credentials to do one yet? Well, that's another example of a limiting belief. I had the belief that since I had never hosted a mastermind before, no one would want to be in mine. So I let all of that out on paper, and then from there, I argued against everything I wrote out which essentially looked a lot like, who says I have to have specific credentials to host a mastermind? And hey, I've been in the social media industry for six years now. I actually have a ton of valuable knowledge and experience. And I also reminded myself that there's always people who are at a more beginner level than myself that would love to know what I know. And I think what really helped me put this limiting belief to bed was that I reminded myself why I wanted to do a mastermind in the first place. It was because I genuinely craved making a difference in women's businesses. And this was the best way to make the most impact for me at this time. And by doing that one journal entry, I was able to launch my mastermind confidently. And that's the key. I was confident in my ability to help women transform how they show up on social media and in their businesses, which I know for a fact was how I was able to ultimately book it up. Okay, so if you're like how I was and you think that sounds way too simplistic, just try it. Next time you think of something that sounds fun or exciting that you follow with a but statement and you know what I'm talking about, it's where you get a really great idea to do something, you're all like, oh, it would be cool if X, Y, Z, but that'd never work out or, but I'm not ready yet. That right there, the reason following the, but is your limiting belief. Really start listening to those and do this y'all, please. I bet you will be shocked to find all the sneaky ways you've been holding yourself back.
And the last way we are going to talk about how you can use journaling is you can use it as a tool to get on paper what it is that you want to create, kind of like an advanced visualizing technique. And I know that I said journaling out your limiting beliefs is one of my favorite ways to journal, but this, what we're talking about right now, is probably like number one, my favorite way. And of course, this is what inspired this episode because the entry I referred to in the beginning was one of my most concrete examples of how this stuff can work. And I say it's one of my most concrete examples because as I was recording this, I remembered something else I wrote into existence a few years ago, and that is my husband, Chris Reeves. <laughs> and I know that's mildly creepy and embarrassing, but hear me out. So <sighs> I cannot believe I'm sharing this. I've talked about it a little bit before in posts and stuff, but no time like the present. All right. So the summer before I met Chris, I will never forget this. I came across an online article about a woman who manifested the love of her life by journaling out the exact kind of relationship that she wanted. And she went into all kinds of detail about the things she described and basically laid it all out so that readers could do this too. And at the time, I had been in a pretty unhealthy relationship for a few years. So when I came across this article, I was like, well, what the heck? Nothing else has worked. So for fun, I gave it a shot. And I wasn't really woo-woo or anything like that at the time. I'm definitely more now. But for whatever reason, it just seemed like a good idea. So I did it. And I essentially described the kind of healthy and happy relationship that I wanted and how that would feel to me. And I don't think I got into too much. I don't think I got too much into physical features, except I do know I said I wanted him to be tall. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even really take it seriously. And I forgot about it, like basically as soon as I wrote it. But lo and behold, I met Chris four months later, and yes, he is tall, <laughs> and we ended up falling into the exact relationship I wrote about and had always dreamed about, which, of course, is why I married him, but that's freaking cray, right? I know, but it happened, y'all, and I'm telling you, this stuff works, and if you still don't believe me, Try it out yourself. Use a journal to write out what you want, whether it be specific goals, material things, experiences, feelings, or emotions, a relationship, whatever. Just get honest with yourself and get it all out on paper in exact detail. And the point is, when you do this, it gets forged into your subconscious mind, and because your brain needs to solve problems, it goes to work to highlight ideas and ways to get you to your desired outcome, which is why vision boards are so effective too. So this is essentially the same concept, just a different way to go about it. All right. So with all of that said, if you're thinking you want to start doing this yourself, you of course will need your own journal. So I'm going to share with you three of my favorite journals to give you a few different options. And it's really cool because each of these are super different and I will be linking them all in my show notes if you want to check any out. 
The first journal I highly recommend is Jacqueline Kadamian's Soul Therapy, a 365-day journal for self-exploration, healing, and reflection. And OMG, it is so genius. It's this beautiful book with a journal prompt a day focused all about yourself and diving deeper into knowing your heart and soul and getting to know yourself better. And I don't even know how I came across Jacqueline, but I thank God that I did because she's amazing and such an uplifter of women. She's actually a licensed therapist and business coach. But one day she was talking about this journal she had published and I knew that I had to get myself one because thoughtful journal prompts are the best and that's what this book is filled with. So I feel like Everyone would love this, but especially those that maybe have never journaled before, I can see this one being incredibly helpful for you to get you started. So again, I'll be linking that in the show notes, but look for Jacqueline on Instagram too, because her content is amazing. She's positive soul, um, and that is positive with three underscores soul. So positive underscore 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 soul. Go find her and follow her ASAP. And the next journal I got to tell you all about is my girl, Macy McNeely's Daily Deposit. And what I love so much about the Daily Deposit is is it's like a hybrid journal and daily planner, but like a super thoughtful and intentional one. Each day you have a whole page to write out your notes or a journal entry. And then on the other side, you have an area to write out your daily gratitude, then something you're learning through personal development, followed by a daily to-do list, which Macy refers to as a game day list. Then you even have a space to write out your daily affirmations. So like I said, It's super intentional and perfect for someone who doesn't want to keep track of multiple books for planning and journaling. It's so freaking good. And the last journal I'm going to share about is what you'd consider your basic journal. Well, at least on the inside, but far from basic on the outside. So I randomly came across this business on Etsy that sells these beautiful planners and journals, and I picked one that is fuzzy or furry. I think they call it like faux fur journal, but it's furry on the outside. It's like a, they have blue and a pale pink. I got the pale pink. So it's fun and it makes me happy. And then also the pages are lined with gold foil too. So it's very girly and fancy. And if you're just looking for nice, clean pages that you'll fill up with your own thoughts and ideas, then you'll really like this brand that I'm talking about. Fabulous planner. And the owner, Flavia, like I said, she makes the cutest journals and planners and she has a ton of journaling accessories too. And she was even gracious enough to give me a discount code for y'all to use. So if you go to her website, thefabulousplanner.com, you can see all the beautiful products she offers and you can use the code Allie20 for 20% off. And that's Allie, A-L-L-I-E, 220 for 20% off. And I actually was just looking at her website and I didn't see the fuzzy faux fur journal that I have on there unless I just wasn't searching properly. So I'm going to link her Etsy page as well. And if you are interested in that, just check out the Etsy page. 
All right, sweet friend, I hope I've convinced you to try out journaling for yourself or to maybe get back into it or to at least keep it up because at the very least, it's still a great way to decompress and clear your mind, which we all need nowadays. And hey, it could also be your new secret tool for manifesting your next dream scenario. You never know. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you find yourself journaling after listening to this, it would make my day if you took a picture and put it in your stories. So if you do that, be sure to tag me. But again, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you back here in a week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.